Record breakers. Record breakers. Yeah, we the record breakers. We the record breakers. We the record breakers. We can never fake it. Hella concentrated. Yeah, we playing favorite. Record breakers. Unscripted sports like you've never heard it before. With your host, David Black and Jay Hart, we are the Record Breakers. All right, beautiful people. I want to thank you guys for checking us out again this week. We have a jammed, packed show. We got uh, DJ One Mike, DJ Execution. And our friend Juan Squan is going to check in for a quick little segment. I'm not going to talk too much. Um, we had a great week of NFL wildcard games. Some games definitely uh, shocked me. I thought the Bills were going to pull it out, but they didn't. Uh, the Patriots dynasty, are they dead? What's up with Tom Brady? Where's he going? Still a lot of questions there. And uh, I can't wait for this week's games, to be honest with you. But uh, let's get right into the interview with DJ One Mike. You are listening to the best sports talk mixed with hip hop, life, and culture. This is the Record Breakers Podcast. Let's take a quick break uh, so that I can tell you about this unbelievably awesome free game called 80s Mania Wrestling Return. It's a free-to-play mobile game on the Android Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. It's a collectible card game in Booker Sim that is set in the world of 80s and 90s pro wrestling. The best eras, guys. It's on there. It's got tons of retro pop culture references jammed into every aspect of the game. You are the Booker. Oh yeah, and did I mention the game is absolutely free? I mean, it's a no-brainer. 80s Mania Wrestling Returns. Go ahead and give them a follow on Twitter. Uh, the letter 80S Mania Wrestling. That's at the letter 80S Mania Wrestling. And they also have a new game on the way called Modern Mania Wrestling. Follow them as well at Modern Mania Game on Twitter. Uh, go check them out. It's on uh, the Google Play Store and the uh, Apple App Store. 80s Mania Wrestling Returns. Highly recommend it. Uh, it. You have nothing to lose. Download that thing. It's a uh, great free game for any wrestling fan. 80s Mania Wrestling Returns. All right, I am on the line with DJ One Mike from Harrisburg, PA. My old co-host is back. Uh, we like to thank him for coming on board again. Uh, thanks to ValleyofCards.com. One Mike, what's happening, my friend? David, great to be with you. Great to be with the Record Breakers podcast. Uh, love everybody out there. Always love the response I get from being on. Uh, love you guys out there. Big shout out to all the SoundCloud viewers. Uh, I know that's uh, like the heart of our uh you know what you guys are doing and uh shout out to everybody out there in soundcloud land uh david thanks for having me on once again uh, always uh, great to be with you guys hey no problem i wanted to uh break down some nfl playoffs with you i know your time's limited so i'll get right into it uh the um the wild card was just that it was a wild set of games uh i didn't have any money because you know i don't bet because i called uh i just picked games and i was one for three on games the other day um 
Whew, what a, it's a good thing I don't bet because I'd be hurting right now. But yeah, I guess we'll start off with that Texans-Bills game. It was a two and a half point spread when it started in favor of the Texans. Um, I thought the Bills might pull it out. They probably should have pulled it out, but uh, they lost 22-19 in overtime. Yeah, I think you saw the inexperience of the Bills show up in the second half. Uh, one of my rules of thumb, generally when picking playoff games, is just air with the team with more playoff experience, a team that's been there before. And, you know, that wasn't maybe across the board this weekend, but in this particular case, that was that reigned very true. You saw the inexperience of Josh Allen. The spot was just, it was just too big for him late in that game. When he when he went to pitch the ball with a minute and a half left, I mean, you can't tell me that's a guy who was in the moment. Right. He was, the moment was too big for him, you know? Yep. And I'm not, you know, that yep. was his first time. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I would hope to think that the next time the Bills are in that situation, you know, they can draw on this experience and say, hey, we're not going to go down that road again. But we're going to have to wait and see. They got to get back there again. And then, then they got to perform that well when they get back there. But if I'm a Bills fan, I mean, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for a day or two. But then after a few days, I hope you would think, you know what? A lot of people weren't even picking us to be a good team this year. A lot of people thought we were going to be 6-10. and 10. We ended up 10, you know, 10-6, and six, made the playoffs, got a great defense. I don't think there's any question that Josh Allen's the guy. It's just, you know, hey, he came up short in that big game. But, hey, Donovan McNabb came up short in a lot of big games, still went to five championship games. So, I mean, it's still better than having, you know, a lot of the other guys out there, you know, at the bottom end of the the, the top 32 quarterback list. So, I don't think I don't think if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you're hurting too bad. Plus, you got Singletary, you know, as a future. Uh, Gotta like what the Bills are doing. Yeah, and to your point, like you see the Texans, Deshaun Watson rolling out of tackles and doing everything he can to win because he's been there before. So you see the experience. So that's kind of your point. You know what I mean? That's your point. So yeah, big, a big shout out to the Texans too. They played a great game. I didn't mean to just like kind of only talk about the Bills and that, but uh, I just wanted to make a point that you know, hey, if you're a Bills fan, I wouldn't hang my head too long. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a positive season at the end of the day. Absolutely. And then uh, the shocker for some people, I. I I picked the Patriots just because I'm not picking picking against Tom Brady in the playoffs, but I kind of saw this coming. Like I saw the Titans play; they got hot at the end of the year, and they won 20 to 13 over the Patriots. And it looks like the Patriots dynasty may be dead, but I'm not ready to say it real loud yet. Nah, have you ever been right about that before? No, never. One time. <laughs> so I w- don't call it that. <laughs> You're just gonna be wrong. Because if anybody goes out and gets a top-tier quarterback, it's going to be that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would find it hard to believe that the Patriots with that roster would not be, even without Tom Brady, wouldn't still win 10 games next year. Yeah, I, I did call at the beginning of the season. Everybody was like, you know, yeah, right, the Patriots aren't going. And I'm like, at some point, man, it has to end. Like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't think making the playoffs and winning 12 games is it ending, though. Right, but you just saw it unravel a little bit more is what I'm saying. Like, they haven't brought I, I in the right pieces. completely disagree. They they just badly drafted last year. If they draft well this year, bring Brady back. I think they win 12 games and win the division again next year. So you think if Brady comes back to that set, you're going to have to I think even without up. Brady, they win 10 games. That roster is great. A lot of, I just, of the wide receivers is what I was worried about. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you can fix wide receiver. They just, they tried to fix it last year, did a bad job of it. They have to try again this year, which, uh, can we talk about the Giants hiring the worst position coach from the Patriots? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what all these guys have. Can they, can they get the Chiefs defensive coordinator from last year too? <laughs> can I go out on a limb and say that Carolina coach? I don't know a lot about him, but I do by the the look test. I know he's from Baylor, and I know he's a, probably an analytics guy. I don't know a whole lot about. No, him. no, he's not. He's the complete opposite. I like him. I like him. I, I like Matt Rule. He's a leader. Um, he turned that Baylor program from. I mean, he's the guy that took that Baylor program after they got in all that trouble. And made it still. I mean, they should have probably went four and four or nothing. You know what I mean? Done nothing the last few years. And I mean, they weren't the best team in the land by any means, but he got a lot out of those teams. And I like Matt Rule. I, he he had to go to the right situation in the NFL. And I think Carolina is the right situation. Now he goes to Cleveland or Dallas. I think he fails miserably. But Carolina, where you know the pressure's not. You know, it's not like you have to win the Super Bowl this year. You know, nobody's asking you to win the Super They're just asking you to, you know, be relevant, make the playoffs. And I think with that roster, as long as you don't fuck it up, I think he's, you know, that's a 9-7, and 10-16. And as long as Cam's healthy and, you know, can play up to his ability. DJ Moore ascended the stardom this year, really. Uh, you said, uh, I wanted to, while we're on the coaching thing about Mike McCarthy, uh, I saw your tweets on that, and I can't yes, that's, that's a bad fit. Um, that's a bad fit. Yeah, it's a bad fit. And guys that think that it is a bad fit, just wait and see how that plays out. It, just wait and see. I do like Riverboat Ron in Washington with Jack Del Rio, though. I do like that combination because I like Del Rio's defense. And I think Riverboat Ron, even though, you know, he is what he no, is. I think but- Ron was uh, – I think he was the best coaching candidate out there. So, they, they got the best hire. Um, he's capable of winning a lot of games. He He's capable of taking a team to a Super Bowl. Um I really like the guy. I think, you know, maybe the time it came and passed in Carolina, time for a new situation. But he's got a young team here. The defense is actually better than people realize. That was actually a fairly – I mean, if they had an offense, I would have been a top 10 defense this year. But, you know, they were left on the field for hours upon hours upon hours. So they ended up more in the, in the middle 10. But had that offense given them a little bit of a chance to catch a breather once in a while, I think that would have been a pretty solidly, you know – seventh eighth ranked defense in the league last year uh, they got some real nice pieces up front they don't they don't give up a lot running the ball and uh josh norman's not the best player anymore but he's done he's done wonders with those other kids that really helped them step up yeah no i think he was the, the smartest hire too it's just amazing that the washington redskins hired him but uh good for them yeah. for getting somebody that you know yeah and I'm happy to see them get rid of uh, Allen or whatever, that GM they had forever. He's right. terrible, man. Right. He don't know what the hell he's doing. He's about 20 years past his prime. Yeah, uh, so a riverboat, Ron. The Giants, I, like we hit on them with the wide receivers coach from New England. Yikes. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, want, I'm wanting to see how all this plays out. I know there's there's going to be some turnover, but uh, like we said, the wild card, we'll go, back, we'll go back to those final wild card games, which was the Saints and Vikings in overtime. Man, that was a ball game. I watched that one all the way through. That, that might have been the game of the weekend, really. You like that, said Kirk Cousins, and uh, he got mm-hmm. it done. Uh, don't, ex- don't expect him to do that every week, but yeah, he uh, he got it done and uh, finally showed that he was worth the money that they're paying him, so um, good for him. Uh, 26-20. Well, you know, I've always been very critical of their play calling in Minnesota. Um, it just never had an identity. Uh, it just seemed like they didn't even know what they were doing. Right. Like, are we a run first team? Are we a pass first team? Are we a run first set it up with the play action, which they should be, team? And that's what they did, and it worked. Guess what? It worked. 
you know, use the two in a balance together, not just be one or the other. I mean, right. Try to give you, don't be so predictable. Right. That's the problem. Things are so predictable in the NFL and coaching's so good. That's why coaching's mattering so much. Right. Because these coaches put themselves in such a rut like Jason Garrett, where you can say, okay, in this situation, he either does this or this, period. And then you could just coach your guys up to knowing that they're either going to call play A or play B in this situation. And guess what? They call play A or play B. Right. And they stuff it every time. Right. And then I think when a coach is there too long, that happens too. Like, you know what I mean? Like they get so much on oh, yeah. that coach, so it helps. So that's why these yeah, new yeah, hires no. kind of make sense in a way. I, do, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so the Eagles and Seahawks, this was the game that everybody was kind of on and off. Like the spread, I think, changed like 20 times. So it went from like, there was literally no favorite. It was just like, I think at kickoff, I think the Eagles were like a one-point favorite. So this was just like a game that could go either way. Everybody knew it. Um, 17-9, probably would have been a little bit different if Wentz doesn't get hurt. But uh, Wentz gets hurt. I mean, it seems like that's the, I mean, I know it was a dirty shot and all that, but it seems like an a, a thread of you know that that's what happens i mean this happens quarterbacks get hurt you've talked about it but Wentz gets hurt a lot so uh Wentz is Wentz gets hurt and the seahawks win 17-9 uh metcalf though man whoo uh looking pretty good on the, in that game i haven't seen him all, i haven't watched him all year so i can't sit here and act like i've seen metcalf play all year because it's the seahawks they're in seattle different time zone i don't watch them but man just in that game he looked like a beast yeah, he's a, he's been pretty consistent. That was pretty typical of his uh, of his year. He actually, to be honest, he probably had a little bit of a better year than Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett probably had the bigger rainbow of the year, you know, like a, a brighter star over the year. But DK Metcalf was the more consistent option throughout the year. Lockett was dealing with some injuries here and there, and his consistency really tailed off, even though he had some bigger end games. Metcalf was, uh, I mean, he was that that guy they could go to to get first downs all year. Um, really impressed with him. That, uh, that's something, uh, you know, got to give them credit to find him with the last pick in the second round. Yeah. And that, I, I will even admit, I was not high on DK Metcalf. I thought he was a workout warrior. Yeah. I did. He never produced on the field really at, at Ole Miss. Right. So I didn't think he was really going to – I thought A.J. Brown was the better guy. Right. And quite frankly, they're both really good. Right. And you, you got to – wonder why Ole Miss wasn't better right? Uh, with having both of those guys out there. Uh, I do think this game would have ended a lot differently if if uh, Wentz finishes the game because Seattle didn't look good. Seattle yeah. doesn't – Seattle didn't look like the better team at all. They just didn't – if Philly could have got any play out of the quarterback position, they would have won that game. But right. Philly looked like the better team for most of that game. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like Seattle – Seattle was barely winning the game against the backup quarterback in the playoffs. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, if, if that same Seattle team goes to Green Bay, Green Bay is going to beat them by 35. Now, I definitely think that Seattle's going to be healthier next week. Yeah. And they're going to be a little bit of a better team. And it's always going to be a tough matchup in the divisional round. And you got Russ, so you're always going to be in it. But. Sure. Hey, Sp- I got to say, I'd be, I'm a, I'm, I guess I'll lean, we'll probably make some picks here, but I'm going to be leaning Green Bay in that one. Yeah, let's let's go right in. That's a perfect segue into that. You segued me perfect. Green Bay's at home. Seattle did not look as strong as they should have. I think I would err towards Green Bay just because they've had a pretty good season, but it's the playoffs, so you never know. But uh, I like Seattle uh, as a as a as just a fan looking out, you know, looking in. I like what they've done. I like that they've kind of went all in for this year because they're like, hey, let's go. Let's get Marshawn back, which is kind of a patching stuff in it. As they go, but yeah, I think Lynch, the Lynch signing reeks of desperation. It does. 
Well, um, and I also wanted to get your take. I, I wanted to have you on that week after they won. When was that? Uh, or they lost that game. I think it was the Niner game, wasn't it? That last week? Mm-hmm. They, I don't know why Pete Carroll, why do they freak out when they get to like the two or three? Like they they, they bring, I know that it was like a timing thing. They're running out of time. He, he goes to the complete opposite. You know, I'm, I'm bitching about guys being predictable, right? Yeah, he goes, totally. He worries about being too predictable. He's like, oh, all right, well, they know I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do the complete opposite. Run the ball. And that's the way he just goes the complete opposite with it. And when you're on the goal line, nah, that's a different situation. You give it to your best player, whether it's your quarterback, your running back, you give it to your best guy and you put it in his hands and leave it up to him. Yeah. And you win or lose on your best guy. Yeah. And and that's the best you can do. And why bring Marshawn even back if you're not going to use him at the one or two or whatever it was? I mean, the dude is a beast. Even, you know, I mean, I know he's old, but I mean, I'm just saying two yard run. I mean, come on. Um, I'm not saying they would have got it, but I mean, I'm saying it would have been a better look than what they got. So, well, you're probably thinking we're going to sell out to stop it. Sure. And I think we probably would have. Sure. They just managed to get a penalty in the process. That's what I'm saying. We'll never know because it didn't happen. So, like, play the play. Like, right, I'll know. take it. If they might have been supposed to win that one, but we were supposed to win the one earlier in the year. So it all evens out. Sure. You know, Robbie Gold makes an easy kick and we win that one earlier in sure. the year. Sure. Uh, speaking of Robbie Gold and the San Francisco 49ers, I guess that's a good segue into that. The uh, Niners are favored six and a half at home against Minnesota. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins coming off that big win. Uh, I don't want you to have to pick your team, but I mean, I think you got to pick your team at this point, don't you, San Francisco? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do think Minnesota gives us all kinds of hell, though. I sure. mean, we've shown weakness to top wide receivers, so I think Thielen and Diggs both get out, you know, both get in for a touchdown. Cook's going to score a touchdown, so they're going to get 21. I just think that's about it. Yeah. And I, I don't think their defense is capable of stopping our creative offense with two weeks to prepare. Their defense is not what it's been in the in the years past. Xavier Rhodes is not a top 25 cornerback right now. He is getting burnt, burnt bad every week. Emmanuel Sanders is going to make him his bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Emmanuel Sanders is healthy. He's a top, top guy. Xavier Rhodes hasn't been able to handle rookies this year, let alone top guys. He is not his same. He's fell off. I don't know if he's dealing with an injury, old age, just doesn't care, got the money now. I don't know, but the guy's playing at a level not of that of, you know, a top playoff team. Sure. And their second option at corner is pretty bad, so I think we're going to be able to put a lot of points on them. Uh, I look at this like, uh, you know, 38-24 type of game, you know, They'll be in it. Yeah, it's not sure. going to be a blowout, but we're going to score a good bit of points, and we'll let them score a few to it. Yeah. I would definitely not take the under in this game. This is not going to be a defensive struggle, even though these are two teams technically known for their defense. But the 49ers' defense was not the same the second half of the year, and the Vikings' defense was just not the same this year at all. Yeah. Just don't turn the ball over is the key there, I think. I'm oh, yeah, don't, definitely. I guess both quarterbacks ha- have that three interception day in them. Can't do it. Both don't quarterbacks. Do it. Don't do it. because so They have to avoid that. Yeah. So both of the AFC games when I looked were nine and a half. I don't know what they are right now because it's still early here in Indy. Um, Baltimore is favored by nine and a half at home against Tennessee. And I know Tennessee's riding a wave. And I know the week off sometimes can screw teams up, but I'm just not going to overthink it this week. Uh, I, I mean, the home the home thing. I know a, a road team's going to win. It could happen. It very well could happen. But I don't know, man. I still like Baltimore. I just think I know Tennessee's riding a wave, but I, I just I can't see it happening. But you know, I'm going to go Baltimore. Who do you like in it? 
Give me Tennessee. All right, Tennessee with nine and a I'm half. I'm going to be controversial. No, I Give like me it. Tennessee. I like it. Um, I've been off on the Ravens all year, so I could be off on this one too. I think that team was a product of a lot of soft scheduling this year. Okay. I think they did not look good in big games. Yep. And uh, I don't know. This Tennessee team's hot. Everybody on the world is going to pick Baltimore. Sure. And you know. And then we've been picking games for a couple years now, oh, David. Oh, yeah. When the whole world is picking one team, they never win. Ever. Right. Ever. That's right. Because it's just too easy. Right. Because then everybody can just go bet it, and yeah. we'd all be rich, right? Much like the Patriots-Titans game where everybody bet on the Patriots. Uh, I agree. I agree. I yeah. think uh, – Yep. I, I, listen, I definitely think the Ravens on paper are the better team, sure. and they should win the game. Yeah, but you got to look I'm not, I'm not going to sit here like though. I'm a hater, and I think the Ravens suck. Yeah. Or anything like that. I just think the situation, things happen weird in the NFL when when it's like the 100% of the whole world yep. is on one team, the other team always finds a way. That's right. Something weird happens, Lamar gets hurt, Nick's, you know, twists an ankle in the second quarter. That's it. And all of a sudden, it's RG3 out there. You know what I mean? Weird things happen. We just yep. seen it last week. Yeah. We just seen it last week. All it takes is one play, and you're playing with the backup no, quarterback. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's a whole different game. Yep. Not predicting an injury, just saying. No, I, no, no. no. I, I I feel like this is too much of an all the world is on the Ravens type of deal. Yep. I like the pick. Uh, I hope you're right because I like it when things get shook up. So I'm okay with it. See, I would go that way in the Kansas City-Houston game because I've seen it happen. Not in the playoffs, but I've seen this mm-hmm. happen before. Well, yeah, I have seen it happen in the playoffs. Uh, KC had that week off. I mean, Houston's not that good either. I've seen Houston fumble around and almost lose last week to the Bills, but I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I know they got the God at quarterback, but I'm saying same same type of thing. So I'm going to go Houston on that side. So you go to hmm. – I'm going to go the upset pick being Houston. Uh, I want Kansas City to win, not because I'm a huge Kansas City stand, but because – I think it's kind of there. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind them. You know, I like Andy Reid. I think it'd be okay for him to go to the Super Bowl. So I kind of hope they win. But just from looking the outside in, would not shock me at all if Houston wins. So I'm going to take Houston just to kind of be the other guy. You know, I, I don't hate that pick. I, could, I I wouldn't be shocked if Houston took that. Especially, it looks like Watson is starting to ascend mm-hmm. to that top five, like, you know, yeah. automatically in the top five. Like, when you list sure. the five quarterbacks. He's in that five, whether he's first, first, fifth, or sixth, you know, first, fifth, or fourth, whatever. Um, I do like the Chiefs, though, myself. Uh, I'm leaning with that improved defense. The way they played the second half of the year, they were shutting people down. I think that defense is good enough to shut down a one-dimensional offense. If Houston, if Houston had a running game, I would look at it differently. And they were – when they played earlier in the year, they had a running game. Yeah. My belief in – Bill O'Brien, that he's going to go back to that. I don't know, man. I, know. I just don't know. Well, I definitely don't like uh, the. Co- I, if I'm going by coaching, I'm definitely going Andy Reid over Bill O'Brien. But I, yeah, just don't I mean, know. they know how to beat him. It's just whether or not they're going to stick to that game. Well, plan. he's going to get past happy, man. Yep, he is. Yep. He is. They're going to end up turning the ball over once or twice, uh, yeah. and you don't want to get in a shootout with the Chiefs, man. I know. Yeah, you're right. That's you're the right. last team you want to get in a shootout with because Mahomes can throw. Mahomes has that Clay Thompson in him. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can turn around, and all of a sudden, they're up three scores on you. Yep. It takes nothing for him to go up three scores on you. Yep. We've seen it happen in one quarter. Yep. 
Absolutely. Hey, I want to give a quick plug to valleyofcards.com before you have to go. I got all your, I looked at your eBay store finally. I kind of looked at it a while back, but I hadn't looked for, at it in a while, but you sent me the link to that Luca card that's blowing the fuck up. And uh, right now it's six, well, as of yesterday, sorry, I had these notes yesterday. Uh, it was 685 on eBay. It's probably more than that now. It had six days left, so now it's five days left. Uh, but yeah, the Luca card is blowing up on eBay. But if you're looking, that's like the high end, guys. If you're looking for some steals, I wrote some down. You got some Kyler Murray autos on there that look good. I mean, even I was like, Ooh, not bad. Uh, I think one was at 59 yesterday and one was at like, uh, it had just, you just put it on there, but it was like 1850 or something. Uh, you can search him at Valley of Cards, all one word, ran together on eBay. And then, of course, the site is valleyofcards.com. You also had some, uh, Sean Watson autographs and rookie cards uh, a nice little Luca lot for somebody that just had kids that just wanted like you know to get some Luca um, cards under their belt you had that it was at like 950 as of yesterday with a jersey patch card so you had a lot of uh, you know not crazy stuff I wanted to give him the high end and then hit you with the low end so he's not out here you know he, he's got a little bit of everything for everybody over at valleyofcards.com and on the eBay store Valley of Cards yeah, absolutely, David. I appreciate you uh, mentioning Valley of Cards, uh, working hard over there. Uh, Luca is actually up to eight ninety eight nice. now. It's- Holy hell! Yeah, that Luca is uh, that's a fire starter right there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like 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 David said, not everything is nine hundred dollars. No, I didn't. I just wanted to paint the high dollar and under stuff there. Uh, yeah, definitely some opportunities to get some get a deal on some stuff. We start out all of our auctions at 99 cents. So if you just pay attention, you can always find some stuff flying under the radar that maybe somebody else didn't notice. Sure. You know, some stuff gets hot, but not everything does. So you can definitely catch a few, uh, uh, a few uh, diamonds in the rough there, you know? Yeah. And like you said, we got, we got a, Lu- a couple of Lucas with a Jersey pass card under $10. That's still under $10. Still holding strong at nine fifty. Yep. Four to four days to go. Uh, even if you want to spend a little bit more, you can get five good Luca r- rookies right now for forty three dollars right now. Yeah, um, you had a project Zion and probably on for hundred dollars. I don't think that'll quite go for hundred. You had a Zion lot for like ninety nine cents. It start it had just started when I popped on, but uh, I mean, you, I mean, there's cards on there for like collectors, and then there's cards for like kids that are just looking to get their you know Z- Zion Luca. Even the Trey Young auto card I thought was pretty decently priced. I don't have a Beckett in front of me, but I'm just going by what Trey Young's doing right now, and it, it was an auto card for like one thirty five. So I mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very, very reasonable to get those guys autographed. You could put them in a nice frame with a jersey if you wanted, you know, for a, for a collector, a kid's room, whatever. Also, uh, I want to give a big shout out. Uh, I know a lot of our viewers are big wrestling guys. The Big Show made a big appearance on Monday night. If you want to, uh, we have a great Big Show item on the website, valleycards.com for one ninety nine ninety nine. You can get a Big Show wrestling boot autographed by The Big Show with a ironclad stone cold uh, certificate of authentic, authentic ah stumbling there David <laughs> certificate of authenticity there it is yeah uh, I saw the boot I've seen the boot on there it's actually a steel his boot's massive it's signed it's a cool collectible oh, it's, it's item it's so cool it's so cool I have a similar one of Sting yeah over here on my wall Sting and it's just so awesome people ask about it all the time yep. they're like Wait, is that a boot? I'm like, that's the Stinger's boot. That's right. Like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, even the kids, because because these guys still wrestle. Sting still comes out once in a while. You know, what I mean, the kids know who these guys are. Right. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and it's a conversation piece. So for $199 for a man cave, really, really cheap people get. I mean, Big Show, come on. He's a staple and he's been a staple in WWE for a while. Sure. Hey, Future Hall of Famer. Absolutely. About. First ballot whenever he, whenever they decide to put him in. Um, and if you don't know already, uh, I got a plug in the show already for this, but 80s Mania Wrestling is an awesome mobile app game unbelievable it's a free app on the google play and android store and uh they just launched a new one actually called modern mania so it's got all the people that they they tweak things so they can't they don't get sued so you know you'll have like a conor mcgregor in there type of character and then you'll have like pop culture but the 80s one's right up my alley the 80 and 90s because they have like you can be like this team wolf character you can flip his character and get the it's like a collectible card game with like a booking sim collectible card you flip the card around it's marty mcfly so it's like it's like right in my realm of everything so uh manager cards that boost there's it's it's really well done and they update the game all the time 80s mania wrestling uh returns is the game so go get that on the app store uh they've been showing us some love and we're showing them some love we like to give uh little companies like that that really put out a good product the, pr- the fact that it's free sold me i mean and i was actually playing the game before they you know plugged in with us so uh, and i don't play mobile games so it's the move 80s mania wrestling returns yeah the big co-sign from uh dj one mike in the valley of cards I- i've been playing as well a lot of fun uh very fascinating definitely i'll uh, hook you right in yeah and and like i don't know about one mike but i'm not a, like i don't play mobile games like between social media and my kids and keeping up with this podcast that's all i got i know he's busy with the cards so it was it's kind of sounds hokey like you're like oh a collectible card game but it's more like a booking sim more than it is anything like the cards just are the wrestlers that you get so it's kind of like a gm mode on uh, smackdown uh, versus raw which I really liked back in the day so it kind of like they don't have that mode anymore so I think that's why these kind of why this was created so it's kind of a cool uh, concept but yeah uh, I want to thank I know one Mike's got a rock but uh, I appreciate him getting on with me and giving me a quick segment I know he's busy just like me and uh, like he said valleyofcards.com is the move one Mike thanks for getting on with us I know you got stuff to do cards to ship uh, and boxes to rip open cards to rip open so uh let her rip, and uh, we'll have to check back in with you for hopefully next week when we can talk about more playoff games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube, go to Valley of Cards and subscribe. Uh, uh, go to Valley of Cards on YouTube and subscribe to that. I'm going to actually start doing some videos where I open some cards on on the videos, and uh, I think uh, you know a lot of the car guys really like it. I think you guys will really get into it too. Uh, you get a little bit of my personality. We'll open some cool stuff. Uh, probably go, uh, probably show off a few cool items. And then, yeah, it really gives you a chance to uh, get, a, get an idea of what I'm going to be looking for for the card. I'll, I'll try to be uh, as honest as I can. Like, hey, this is probably what I'm going to put this up for. Or this is when I'm going to put it up starting at 99 cent auction. So I'm trying to I'm going to try to do some different things because a lot of people do uh, card videos or card collectors. So I want to do videos from perspective of the card seller as opposed to the the collector and i think it'll be interesting to see uh for people so yeah value cards on the youtube it's real easy to find just type value cards into your youtube and once i get to 100 subscribers you'll even be able to go to youtube.com slash uh value of cards value of cards so help me get to that 100 and we'll yeah. even run a giveaway once we get to 100 then i'll give some stuff away to the record breakers podcast and people on my twitter or whatever yeah follow on twitter too i'm sure you said it but follow on twitter at valley yeah, of cards valley of cards on twitter yes please it's real easy <laughs> real easy people it's valley of cards everywhere he's made it real simple for you so one mike thanks again my friend you're back uh on the show that we started with uh 
we're keeping it alive. So uh, the record break. Yeah, you're doing a great job, David, man. Uh, really, really great what you guys are doing. Uh, really uh, appreciate you still having me, having time to have me on, really. No, we love it. We love getting the inside and the everything because we, you know, we, we want to keep it original. So the OGs are back and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side one, Mike. Uh, we'll hopefully next week. Yes, sir. Take care, David. Take care, everybody out there. Record breakers. What if I told you that for $150, I could cut your monthly cable TV and all of your streaming bills out of your life? Well, friends, I have the solution for you. Head on over to MakeMyTVSmarter.com and get yourself a fully loaded Android TV box shipped to your door for $150. Now, this is not the fire stick that you're buying up the street from uh, Terry, okay? Those are junk, and that's why Amazon sells them for $40. He puts some, like two apps on them, quote-unquote jailbreaks them. Uh, they're very limited. And they're loaded with ads from Amazon and just promotes their shows. They're junk, in my opinion. They don't run smooth at all. They don't run these apps like they're supposed to. Once you buy that Fire Stick from Terry up the street, guess what? It's over. You have to pay him to update it. And these things need updated from time to time. I mean, the internet is always changing. MakeMyTVSmarter.com, the guys over there, they can remote in and update your box when need be. They provide updates for an entire year. That right there, to me, is worth it. The fully loaded Android boxes from Make My TV Smarter run so smooth, it's ridiculous. It comes with a mini wireless keyboard, which is a huge factor because it has a nice little mouse pad, so it's easy to navigate all those dope movie apps that come preloaded on their boxes. All you need is high-speed internet and a TV with an HDMI port, and you're good to go. These boxes come preloaded with Disney Plus, Hulu Premium with HBO, and the Stars app, as well as a cable TV app that lets you watch tons of free cable TV, no monthly charges. And if that's not enough, it also has a nice app that you can watch any live sporting events. Um, that's UFC, NFL, NBA, everything that's live is on it. You can get all of this for $150 shipped to your door. And for a limited time, you can get two of these boxes and two remotes for only $250. That's right. You save 50 bucks when you buy two. Head on over. MakeMyTVSmarter.com. Start saving some money today, people. All right, beautiful people. I'm on the line with DJ Execution live from Syracuse, New York. Execution, what's good, my man? What's up, David? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, let's get into some NFL talk. Uh, we were kind of going into it before we went live. New England Patriots. I just got off the line, and they told me that the pa – I tried to tell him that the Patriots were dead finally, and he said, no way. He says, with another quarterback, one Mike says, they'll still be an 11-12 win team. They have. They don't have that much – he said, they don't have that much to fix. And I said, what? Well, they have to fix everything. Everything's broke. It's done. The dynasty's dead. Everything's broke. I think they got to work on it. They don't got no offense, so it's frustrating for Tom Brady. So Yeah. I don't know. They say he going to come back, but I don't know. He might not come back after this. I don't know. what's. I mean, like, where is he going to go is what my thing is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's all up in the air, but, like, wh where where's this magical place that he's going to go that, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not that many spots open in the NFL. Plus, he's, what, 42, 43, whatever he is. It's like – I don't think he going to – he might retire. That's what I'm saying. That's Because the way – the way he went out was bad, though. It didn't even look like Tom Brady. 
I know. Well, and it's hard when – I mean, I'm not making up for Tom because I'm not the biggest Tom supporter in the world. But, like, when you don't have weapons, you see it's not all one guy. Like, when you don't have weapons, what do you, I mean, you know what I mean? He's got time to throw, but what I'm saying is he ain't got no weapons. Like, you know, uh, old boys out there on one left. Like, you could tell they're banged up, and they didn't do a very good job of putting stuff around him this year. You know what I mean? They made mad different changes, though, mid-year. Like, they had got Antonio Brown. They got – um. What's the dude name from uh, the Falcons? Uh, Fuck, yeah, they got him, and then they got, you know, and the thing is, I think that's what really started the whole pissed off thing because obviously Antonio Brown did what, you know, he's he is who he is, but at the end of the day, if you have Antonio Brown in that in that Titans game, you probably win the damn game, honestly. Exactly. You know, I'm just saying, players make plays. So uh, that game was tight, though, man. Uh I think I did love to see uh, Bilicek going crazy when old boy, uh, the Titans coach, was was using something out of his own playbook with that punt shit, running the time off the clock and all that. He's over there, like, blowing up on the sidelines, and I'm like, where do you think he learned it from, bro? Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, your, that's, your, that's your move. But, yeah, uh, they were the Patriots were actually favored by five. I actually kind of saw that storm coming because, you know, I watch a lot of AFC South being an Indy. And I picked the Patriots just because I can't pick against them because it's, you know, the Patriots. But I was not surprised at all that the Titans won because I just – I saw – man, it's just – it was just a perfect storm. Like, they got hot at the right time. Uh, now, next week might be a little bit different story, but, like, you know, that was the perfect storm. The thing that shocked me was uh, I actually didn't – I mean, I know the Texans are pretty good, but I thought the Bills, you know, they kind of had that game. They had they were the Bills were looking real good early in that game. So that's the game that pissed me off the most. Bills fucked up though. Yeah, I know. Josh, Josh Allen. Oh man, what? Cap. Oh no, Cap. He he Cap. He yeah, definitely Cap. cap. But I ain't gonna lie. He uh he was supposed to win that game though. Oh yeah. He had mad opportunities. He was supposed to win that game for sure. I mean, and I mean even the. Obviously, the Bills, you know, he he obviously lost the game for him. But the Bills' defense, like, bring Deshaun Watson down. You got two guys draped all over him, and he spins out and makes that throw. It's like, whoo. I mean, I that was crazy. Whew. I seen that live. I did, too. <clears throat> Nuts. Crazy. I thought they were dead in the water. But I don't know, man. The Texans looking good. Uh, like you said, the Bills should have had that game. That's one of them games you don't bounce back from either. Like, I'm not saying they're not going to go to the playoffs next year. But that's one of them games that, like, you know. I don't know. Uh, and then the Saints and Vikings, that was another great game. I kind of thought the Saints would win that, but Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Kirk I, Cousins did some shit. Whoo, I don't know that he can do that every week, but he did some shit in that game. He's not doing that next week. Who they play? They are in San Francisco next week, so it ain't going to happen. I don't know. You, I don't know. You'd be surprised. I don't know. It's iffy. I'm still riding with Lamar Jackson. Though. Yeah, and and Lamar's playing Tennessee or coming off a big win, but I think they're going to hit a real big wall when they because that's a different animal there. Lamar Jackson and the the Ravens. Uh, yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> he is going to beat the shit out of me, right? Uh, and then Kansas City is at home against Houston. What do you think about that? Houston coming off that big win, barely getting by the Bills. You think KC rolls? Yeah. Yep. They're nine and a half point favorites right now, which is about right. Um, Kansas City is. So is Baltimore. They should cover that too. Yeah, they will. Um, and then Green Bay is at home against Seattle. Green Bay gonna do it. Yep. I said the same thing. I'm picking all the home games. Uh, I I I think Seattle kind of capped though. Cause I feel like 
They're banged. If Claudia drew that shit to Wentz, mm-hmm. the Eagles would have won. Yeah, you're probably right. That's what we talked about in the last segment as well. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's kind of the move. You think Minnesota might give San Francisco fits? Because I'm not all in on Jimmy G or anything by any means. Could be, but I don't know. The way San Francisco defense been playing, you never know. They defense might win that game for him. And Richard Sherman looking like old Richard Sherman. He, he is. He really is. He's rejuvenated. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's up in the air, man. It's it's tough. Um, I want to go – I don't want to switch – I don't want to go too crazy, but I want to switch up. And the last time we talked, we were. it was actually right before the NBA season. Remember when we talked last time? Um, and I wanted to know if anything – if anything jumped out jumped out to you this year so far, like did anything is anything shocking you in the NBA? Not really, but I want to talk about this. The Spurs got a good ass team, but they ass like yeah. Record. What's up? What's up with that? I don't know. It's not pop. And then when I bet, and then when I bet against them, they win. <laughs> I saw you say something that you were, you had some money on my Hoosiers, didn't you? And the Hoosiers fucked you, didn't they? Did they lose the Hoosiers? They lost, right? I didn't bet that game. Oh, okay. Though, okay, good, the, good, good. Your running back, it's, we, it's a running back y'all got. He from my town. Okay. Stevie Scott, he from Fairfield. Okay, okay. So I realized he was like out. I'm like, nah, I ain't no, betting no. Hell no. I saw you tweeting it, so I was curious if you bet it or not, because that was like the only game that day. So I was curious. I should have messaged you and asked you. But no, the, the, they that, ended up losing, right? Yeah, last, yeah, like a one point, like a one or two point thing. So yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. If they'd had your running back, they probably would have won, honestly. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, the Spurs are – I mean, they're an eight seed right now, but they ain't doing nothing in the West, and they're really not a bad team. You're right. They got Pop as their coach. I mean, like, what what's going on? They're talking about trading no boy like mid – they're already talking about trading DeRozan. Like, what's going on in, in San Antonio? Oh, I don't know what's going on in San Antonio. I don't know. The NBA kind of iffy right now. You can't really pinpoint who really good because nobody and they're kind of sand. Some teams are sandbagging a little bit. You know what I mean with the with the uh, sitting guys here and there and the and the, the, minutes, yeah. the limited minutes. It's hard to see. And honestly, it's a whole other game when they go in the playoffs. So it's like you, you know, it's kind of weird right now. Uh, Bucks are still looking good in the East, but it's it's regular season. Yeah. It's regular season though. You know, it's like will the Bucks do that in the playoffs? We don't know. Uh, Lakers uh, dodged a bullet last night because it looked like uh, AD was going to be out, but his back scan came out okay. So he's just going to be out a couple weeks and not long term. So they're okay. Yeah. Um, Rockets, I'm, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be shocked, but they're sitting at three. So that's kind of surprising. But again, it's regular season. So you think that's surprising? What you thought it was going to be higher? No, I, that's, I'm thinking they're higher than they should be. I mean, I think the Nuggets and the Clippers uh, are a better team, and then you got the Mavericks who are just coming on. So I didn't see them that high. I guess I, I, I guess they're kind of where they should be. I kind of feel you think like the Nuggets are a better team than them than the Rockets All, overall. Probably, yeah. In the playoffs, we'll see. But yeah, because I know what playoff Russell looks like. So it's kind of like I'm thinking of playoff Russ and playoff. I see it. You know what I mean? I, I could be yeah. wrong though. Like I said, like you said, you don't know what to, you don't know what's going to happen right now. It's all like we're still real early, so you're not going to really know until after All Star break. That's it. That's it. Uh, do you do you like the all? Do you watch anything All Star weekend, or are you just kind of like over it? What do I? Like, yeah, like watch all, it? yeah, All Star weekend. I'm just curious because I don't really. I used to. I mean, last good. year I didn't really. I watched it, but not really. But they saying uh. uh 
they want Vince Carter in a dunk contest. So That's, if that happened, I'm watching it. Yeah, I think they need to do that too. I actually had they're, they're actually talking uh, John Morant getting in there. Yeah, they're talking John Morant too. Yeah, Dwight Howard. They're talking about bringing him back. So. Uh, and Levine has been floated out there, and we know Levine can get up. So uh, yeah. they, they need to bring some stars back in that thing. You know what I mean? Even if it's Vince Carter's last year or whatever, I think that would be good because I just feel like when they have a bunch of no names, no disrespect to the no names, but there's no no name. It ain't, it ain't no ratings. Nobody watching it. Right. And the game itself is trash, the actual All-Star game. Yeah, so it's exactly. like the whole thing was a Saturday night, you know, getting to see the uh, dunk contest. And the, that was pretty much it. Three-point contest I always kind of liked, but – even that's been kind of trash. Like with all the three-point shooters, like get some shooters out there. Come on. Exactly. Um, any any um, any surprise? I wanted to hit on too. Uh, I saw Zion was practicing. I know you're 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 a Duke fan like myself. Uh, you think Zion plays this year, or you think they're just gonna like wait it out until next year? They don't want to rush him it out. Depends. It's January now, so he was supposed to play in like fucking November. So. He might sit out the whole year, so I don't know. I would sit him out the whole year. I would, too. Fuck it, come yeah. back from next year. That's what I would do as well. Um, uh, I'm looking at the rookie numbers. Michael Porter Jr. is putting up some numbers this year. He sat out last year, didn't he? Or was he? No, he was a pick this year. Or he sat out last year. He sat out last year, or was he a pick this year? One of those guys sat out. Michael Porter Jr. from uh, the yeah, Nuggets. He was uh, he sat out last year. He was hurt last that's year. That's right. He, got, he was hurt when he got drafted. Yeah, that's a good that's a good example. I mean, not he's not Zion, but he's averaging fifteen five, which isn't crazy. But he's he's coming on decent. Morant. He was supposed to be a lottery pick though last I know, year. I know, I know. He slipped, and then uh, Morant's playing on a shitty team, but he's averaging um, fifteen points, seven three assists, which is about where I thought he'd be. I mean, the numbers this year, like everybody wants to compare, like. Everybody wants to go crazy on, like, Luka's numbers, you know, like how they're better in LeBron and every statistical category and all that. I mean, that's cool, but, like, I just – I can't get on, like, the numbers anymore because it's like the league's completely different than it was, like, when LeBron was a rook. So, I can't – you know what I mean? Like, the cross comparison. It's like trying to compare somebody from the 90s. You know what I mean? It's like – True. Because the numbers, like, everybody's numbers are way up. Like, Trey Young looks like a god. Luka looks like a god. You know what I mean? It's like – I mean, I'm not saying those guys are trash. I'm just saying, like, let's put them, like, a few years ago and see. You know what I mean? It, it's hard to yeah. – everybody's got 2K numbers right now. You know what I mean? It's like uh, – The game really like 2K, though. It legit is. For real, for real. Yeah, I it is. A lot. Yeah. It is. It honestly – shit you can do in 2K, shit they do in real life. For right. real, for real. Right. Not a whole lot of defense either in the NBA. Although, you're Clippers. I've, watched, I've watched a couple of Clipper games, and they're, like, one of the only teams – that plays actual, I mean, not whole game defense, but I like seeing a little defense with uh, PG and uh, uh, Kawhi. And I, I like seeing defense. I see it a little bit in Indy because we play a little defense, but not like you yeah. You guys really play defense. So I like seeing, I still like watching. That's why I like college basketball is because I like watching defense. You know what I mean? It's not as College basketball is iffy this year, though. You can't, it ain't. It's up man, and down. Man. Everybody's losing. All the big boys are losing. It's crazy. Crazy. That shit's crazy. <coughs> I done lost so much money fucking with college basketball this year. Butler's like a force number four in the nation. What's up with that? Like, it is? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. I know that. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything's kind of crazy right now. So we we hit on the NFL, we hit on NBA. I want to hit on a little hip hop. Who uh, 
what's the move right now? I'm, I'm like all the way plugged out since I, 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 I focus more on this and not the radio. So what's the, what's the playlist looking like right now for, uh, execution? Um, New York city been going crazy right now. Yeah. New York city scene, the Brooklyn scene, in New York city been going crazy. Um, Brooklyn, uh, what else? Down South still going crazy too, but New York city, Making a comeback, though. I'm liking that. Though. I am, too. Uh, what do you think about Benny? Uh, Benny the Butcher and those guys. You like all that noise that's coming up? You want to know what's funny, though? Um, I just... I've been heard about them, but mm-hmm. I just, like, really did my research. They from Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo, like... Buffalo is, like, two hours away from Syracuse. So, it's, like... It's crazy that they really made it out from Buffalo. And they a little older. They, like, about 30-plus. Bars. They made it out. It's because, I mean, they actually so got bar work. That's why. I think they sound like real. That's real. what I'm saying. So it's like, it's kind of good, though. It's making the shine out upstate. So. No, it's real good. Uh, from a hip-hop Shout guy like Griselda. me. Yeah, Griselda. Uh, no, it's good because, I mean, I'm not, I like I like some of the new stuff, but I'm more of a, like, hip-hop head myself. So I kind of like, I think that's where it's coming from. You think that it's going to have, like, genres like that? You think you'll still have, like, the, the uh, I guess, you think there'll still be a spot for everybody? You know what I mean? There'll be like the hip hop marks, or do you see it going more like bar bar hip hoppy back to that? Well, I just had a conversation about this last night. I feel like it's bad. It's a lot of lanes in music, so bars never really gonna die. You know what I mean? Sure. But at the same time, the rap that's now is still gonna be here. Sure. Because that's what kids like. That's what young kids grew up on. Yep. So that's always gonna be there. The yep. bars gonna be like for me. I was born into the bars, mm-hmm. but coming up, it started to change. Right. So I experienced two different eras. That's nice. Yeah. So it's like they both gonna be here. Right. But it's I don't know what's really gonna last. Yeah. Maybe bars might go up and then the bullshit might come to yeah. down. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I didn't know if I was Music allowed to. I didn't want to offend you. I didn't want to call it the bullshit. That's what I call it. But I didn't want to call it like there's a lot of bullshit. But I mean, some of it's okay. Yeah. I like some of it. But uh, people call it bullshit, though. That's that's just what it is. That's yeah. what people's call it. Bro. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the music. Music is different. Like music is big. Like yeah. it's a lot of different genres. For sure. And I'm way behind on everything. Like I get everything because I'm not doing the radio right now. So I used to stay up on everything, be up, have the playlist looking nice, have you on there, kind of follow what you're doing because you're plugged all the way in. But anymore, I haven't got a chance to listen a lot because I've been on here. So I've been trying to like plug back in. Like uh, I know you probably been on Roddy Rich and all that. See, I'm just like I'm just now like I'm I'm just going through my through going through playlists and stuff and trying to find new stuff to listen to. So I want to plug yeah. back in. It's just some of it I can't. I can't do I can't do all of it, but some of it I can. Some of it I can. So, but I think that that like you said, even though those guys are a little older, the uh, Buffalo Cats you were talking about, we were talking about Benny and all them. I think it's good because I think it still like kind of blends that. You know what I mean? Like I know they're more bar work and everything, but I think it's good to have that kind of new, um, you know, something new to listen to other than like me just going back and listen to Hove and you know what I mean, bars and. Yeah, but as I look at it though. I don't want to hear no new music like with bars. If I want to listen, I'm going to listen to Hove or some yeah. old shit. Yeah. Like, I want to hear some new shit. Right. I don't know. I know what you're That's saying. That's just me. Yeah, I know what you're saying. 
there's not that – I mean, that's the thing is when them waves start, it's cool, but I don't know the difference between, like, this guy and this guy a lot of times. Some guys are very distinct. Like, I like Lil Baby. I think he's good, you know. Um, um, but, like, I hear different things. So, it's like – you know what I mean? I just plug in. I just listen to what I like. I just – but I'm like you. Like, I'll still listen to Hove. Like, I got Hove, especially, you know – that hoves on spot. Like if I want to hear some bars though, I go back to like the shit that really hit home for me. Like, sure. That I could really relate to. Like sure. shit like that. Sure. I don't like listening to like new shit. Like cause it's like boring. Cause it's like I gotta learn the song. Like right. Right. it's boring type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And plus I'm not playing no bars in the club either. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. So it switches up for you, because yeah, in the club you're playing, you know. You're playing what you, you know what they want to hear right now, the kids. But yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That was a good hip hop spot. I haven't got on hip hop in a while because I didn't want to be an idiot and sound like an ass because I haven't been listening to a lot of it. <laughs> but I want to I want to still stay relevant on the hip hop talk. But I'm just I'm slowly turning into a middle aged white man, so I have to, you know, <laughs> I've kind of fallen out of love with hip hop a little bit. But I don't really listen to a lot of music at all because I got kids and we just yeah. we just do that do that. But um, but yeah. I go back and listen. My my go to like my my Abe game is like Hove, Biggie. Like that's what I that's what I listen to. So yeah, I could go back and listen to that shit too. Like there's certain Biggie songs I could listen to. Yeah, that's still like relevant to today. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like it'd be times where I want to listen to some old Tupac shit. Sure, sure. Old shit. Period. Yeah. It'd be. You know what I mean. I'm glad that it you depends. do. I'm glad that you do because I wondered if like I know you're kind of like the gap in between the kids and what my listen to. So I was curious to know. If you go back and listen. I was I was blessed to have best of both worlds because like when I was coming up, my uncle was listening to like mob deep shit like oh, that. Oh yeah. So I was always around the shit. But when I started like getting into music myself, like coming up when I was in high school, my favorite rapper was Gucci Mane. Okay. So yeah. I like I transitioned that shit. Like when I was a kid, my favorite rapper was Fifty Cent. Sure. Yeah. So it like it changed like it changed for me. It was like back and forth, back and forth. Like yeah. it changed. No, that's good. That's, that's why I'm so versatile now. That's, that's why, I'm why I'm so versatile now. And the way I act, like as far as like with the music, I got a lot of knowledge like from different people, like different people I learned from. You know what I mean? Sure. Not even just rappers, like sure. DJs and all that. Sure. Like, hey, where can they find you at on Twitter and everything if they want to book you? If you're in that Syracuse or where you probably travel too, so wherever you're at. Um. You could book me on uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, same thing, underscore DJ Execution. Dope. We traveling all that. We trying to make it out of Syracuse, though. I feel like if I made it out of Syracuse, it'd be better. Absolutely. Um, what's the music scene? I know we've talked about it before. Same same thing in Syracuse. Like big, everybody's <clears throat> just kind of hating on each other, and nobody wants to work together. Uh, the music scene is fucked up in Syracuse. Nobody fucked up. It's real stale. Or it's what? no, it's no leadership. It ain't no nothing. Like I don't know. It's different. Like mm-hmm. it's different. It's weird. You wouldn't understand if you came here. You wouldn't understand me. I might though because like, they're kind of that same way in indie. Uh, that's. I mean, we're more. We're probably way lower. I don't know how big your. I don't know how big Syracuse is, but here it's like everybody's fighting everybody. Like nobody wants to work together. There's no real leader. Like the same thing, pretty much. There's no real leader. The guys that get the guys that get on, you know, if they do get on, it's like a plug in. Like they're basically tied to like a drug dealer or somebody with a bunch of money that plugs them in, pays the radio yeah, or, a couple times. Or they or 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 they dick ride to get on yep. or. Yep. Uh, 
shit like that. Pay a thousand. It's weird. It's crazy. No, it's I'm not, pl- I'm not plugged in like I used to be, but it's it's a weird. It is weird. It really is weird. Uh, the best thing for you is to go to like for you to get into like that New York rap, that New York scene because it's. Yeah. I know it's big big fish, but you would you would excel. I think the reason you're excelling, you hit on it. Is because you still listen to the old stuff and you're able to, you know what I mean? And you got a lot of good people. I mean, you, you got a lot of knowledge. So, you know, keeping the knowledge around you is definitely staying up because yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And this isn't like me saying this from like um, an old person telling a young person something. But, man, that generation below us, they're stupid. They're really stupid. Shit, the, generation, the generation below me. That's what I mean. Stupid. Stupid as fuck word. I mean, that's not like a, that's not like that's any that's anybody. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah, that's everybody. Everybody is dumb. My wife's a teacher, so she sees it. Like I see it firsthand how dumb they are, man. It's like I don't know if these kids are going to be able to read. Like I don't know what's going to happen. Like it's yeah, a, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> Definitely a struggle. And that's why I think some of it. That's why I can't get into some of the music is because some of it is bullshit, and that's why I hear like, what the fuck is that? But. But yeah, go book uh, DJ Execution and um, uh, All Moves Matter, right? All Moves Still Matter? Yeah. yeah. All Moves Matter, Scuddy Game. T- Execution 2020, we're going up. We got a lot of shit on the way, too. New music on the way um, from um, Benji Havner and J.O. New music on the way, 2020. I got this new artist, too. He's so fired up. He's 16 years old. His name uh Lil Score. Tap in, SoundCloud, Lil Score. He going up. Go check him out. Uh, execution thank you for your time and uh, we're going to check back in with you next week as well after these uh, division round games so uh, we're going to check back in with you I appreciate you execution alright man thank you good good talking to you the record breakers podcast alright guys we are back another week and we have Juan Squan again what's good squeezy what's going on people happy hump day to you that's right. This is gonna. We're dropping this at noon, so you you are the last guy on my interview uh, segment. So this will drop at noon, believe it or not. Uh, so you, they they really getting that CM Punk effect from me. <laughs> that's right. I like it. Uh, uh, real quick, I know your time is limited, but anything shock you about the NFC Wild Card Weekend? Did not see the Minnesota New Orleans game go going the way it went. And I, man, both, actually both games, because I, I kind of have my money on Philly also, but, man, that, that's like, like, like you said, that's what they call it, you know, get the one game, one and done, huh? Yeah, it's crazy, and that's why they call it wild card, because it was wild. I think that game might have went different if uh, Wentz didn't get hurt, but I'm not all in on Wentz anyway, so uh, I don't know. I, I, I like him, man, I like him. I don't know what it is, but it's, I still like him. I'm still rolling with him. He, he, he's unfortunately been hurt a lot, which isn't his fault. That hit was dirty as hell, but uh, that's part of it. Part of it. Uh, and then the Saints, man. My Saints didn't win. That was my Super Bowl pick. Man, I, that, like I said, that Minnesota, they always, they always surprise everybody. I don't, they, you got me hats off to them. You can't be mad at the running game for what they did, man. Yeah, you can't. And then what about the – you think the witch finally went down. The Patriots lost 20-13. to 13. Uh, We kind of talked about it. You thought – you thought – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, heroes eventually die, man. I mean, unfortunate situation, but, hey, it's somebody else's time to shine, huh? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, you think um, – where do you think Tom lands? Do you think he retires or he's back in New England? Like, what? what's going to happen there if you had to look into All a crystal right. – 
you're hearing this first from me. I don't. I will fuck. Just come back to me if this happens. If that man signs with Indianapolis, don't say I didn't tell you so. Oh, I don't know if I can do it, famo. Um, no, don't say I didn't tell you so. That's all I'm gonna say. It's the perfect scenario. It really kind of is. I don't want to see it happen, but you're you're not wrong. I mean, I mean, it's no different than Favre signing with uh, Green Bay. You know what I mean? It's no different than Sherman going with the Niners. I mean. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go against a rival, but hey, it's a business, and if the man's talking about he wants to play a few more years, you might as well come here. Yeah, I mean, you're not lying. Um, what about this week's games? Uh, who do you like? I'm putting, I'm bringing it up right now. I got the spread in front of me. San Francisco's favored by six and a half. You got to go with the Niners, right? You know, I'm rolling with my Niners. I picked them from the start of season one, I'm rolling with them all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Niners. All right, and then Baltimore at ten, or yeah, Baltimore at home against Tennessee. I like Lamar's chances. I'm taking Baltimore, but do not, like you said, if Tennessee shocked New England, they can shock Baltimore. Can't. So you're taking Baltimore, Kansas City at home against Houston. I like Kansas City chances, but yep. it's going to be a shootout with him, uh, Mahomes and Watson. And then Green Bay at home against Seattle. This is the wild one. Ooh, you know what? I'm just saying. I'm going to say Seattle. Wow. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, man. I'm not all in on Green Bay. I, I think Rodgers is kind of a weird year for him. I think he's kind of fading a little bit. So, uh, yeah, like I can't put it on him. I feel like he's doing what he can do what he, with the weapons he got. I just feel like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's the defense. I don't know. It's just like you said, something about Green Bay. Hey, and then real quick, do you think New Eng- what do you think happens with New England? Do you think... If Brady leaves, they're still okay, or do you think it's complete rebuild? If he leaves, it's, unless Belichick is grooming another back of quarterback we don't know about, I, I see it all rebuild. I see it all rebuild stage. All right. Well, that explains it up. I'm not going to waste too much more of your time. I wanted to get a quick segment in, and uh, Squeezy, we'll check back in with you next week. All right, brother. Everybody be safe. All right. You too, my friend. We'll talk at you next week. The Walker Boys Coming for your A to Z, not running from an agency, they wonder why I stay to me. Lone them with a click that got his back and understand. Y'all ain't gotta see me with them to know that we got a plan. So, tread like your red rikers, kick these niggas out of rap class like headlights. Fixing my wrongs into my zone on headlights. I'm that bright, the cipher was a warning on flex like your set nice. Came from the bottom and I ain't have shit. But shit, I still thought I was. Knew they couldn't touch you when they heard it. Yeah, I taught them, boy, hard, go hard. Fuck with me and get a plug. So, for the game, I won't change the fate. Cloud high, so now I'm in the amazing place. Ain't coming down unless you change your face. I'm in it for winning this game and race. Now you can take your place. Think you know where we are. Looks like make believe.